0: If you've ever thought to yourself, oh, I'm too young, or I don't have enough experience to work with that client or do that project, then this episode is going to be absolutely perfect for you. I'm talking to Jeff Perutka, who is a relative newcomer to the creative industry, but has accomplished so much in his time here. He's going to be talking all about how he went from working on Upwork to now owning his own agency and all of the trials and tribulations that he's gone through in the meantime. Plus, he's only 23 years old, so I'm all about learning from everybody regardless of their age and I think that you're going to get a lot out of this interview as well. So let's uh, check it out. Welcome to the Well-Paid Creative Podcast, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I'm going to share with you what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro, building my own business from barely scraping by to thriving. From attracting quality clients to charging what you're worth and creating amazing work you love without the risk of burnout and overwhelm but I don't know it all. So in this podcast, we're going to learn a lot together as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into this show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros, just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. All right, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Well-Paid Creative Podcast. I am super excited to have Jeff Peroutka here with me today. He's a very, very interesting guy and I can't wait to talk all about all things with him today. So Jeff, welcome to the podcast.
1: How's it going? Thanks for having me.
0: Wonderful. So tell us a little bit more about you. As I was mentioning before, you're officially the youngest guest I've had on the podcast so far. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to hear your story about what you've been able to do in such a short period of time.
1: Yeah, great, great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Jeff. I'm 23 years old. Um, I actually just graduated college about two years ago um, and basically kind of just been an entrepreneur my entire life um, throughout my upbringing. My parents were both entrepreneurs Um, dad kind of had, um, you know, he moved to the country, started his own business. Um, so I was always kind of in that entrepreneurial, um, upbringing growing up very early. Um, so when I went to college, I started a business. It was kind of an iPhone app. It was a, it was a SaaS platform. Um, and basically once COVID hit, uh, everything kind of shifted away from that. Um, and throughout college, I was always working for a digital marketing agency, um, doing SEO. So right after I graduated, instead of, you know, Going the full, full-time job route. I decided, Hey, I'm going to start my own business. Um, so I've been doing it for about, um, over a year now and, uh, yeah, things are going great.
0: Awesome. So SEO business, you've had it mm-hmm. for over a year and how has that been going for the last year?
1: Um I would say for the last year it's definitely increasing exponentially because there's a lot of businesses out there um you know most of our clients are you know saying hey we're doing brick and mortar you know for the past 20 years strong and you know because of changing times let's you know create an e-commerce business let's let's get online um so it's a lot of businesses like that um just trying to grow their organic online presence uh so it's really interesting to navigate
0: Perfect so what made you Focus on SEO. Was it just because it was one of your best skill sets, or is it something that you've been interested? in? Why SEO?
1: Um, I would say probably my best skill set. Um, I would say it's the one factor of marketing that I understand the most. Um, I think one of the big uh, things that a lot of marketers try to do is wear many different hats. Um, and instead of being kind of a generalist and being pretty good at all these different traits, I said, hey, you know, I'm gonna pick one and try and become the master at it. Um, And SEO is one of those things that naturally I was really intrigued towards.
0: Awesome. So, you know, it's, this is an interesting opportunity for us here because I have a lot of guests on the podcast who have built a big business over, you know, eight, 10, 12 years. Right. So, I find that sometimes those guests kind of forget what it was like in the first year or two of the business. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, what has been one of your biggest challenge? Because it's so fresh here in your mind this last year in your business. Mm-hmm. What's been the greatest yeah. challenge this year for you?
1: Yeah, I would say definitely moving more towards creating SOPs for our business. I think when we first started, um, we didn't really have a lot of guidance. We were kind of, uh, I guess, falling on our face a lot of times and getting back up um, and, you know changing certain things. Um, But now I'd say we're in the we're in the stage of our business where we're really creating, you know, standard operating procedures, um, certain ways of doing um, certain activities, trying to build out kind of an HR team, um, and just really, you know, taking our business seriously. Um, So I'd say that's just a really, really exciting time for me. And um, yeah, we still have that, that startup, um, that startup energy, you know, we're constantly solving, um, you know, problems that come to come on our plate each and every day. So it's, uh, it's exciting.
0: Nice. So did you start the company with employees right out the gate or did you gradually grow to hire a team?
1: Um, yeah, so that's a great question. So I actually started as a freelancer. Um, so I was using a platform called Upwork, Mm -hmm. Um, basically, you know, I started freelancing, uh, built a name for myself, uh, as I got more and more social proof, did some case studies, video testimonials, and then it got to the point where I said, Hey, you know, it makes sense for me to start my own practice, um, and really expand off that platform. Um, try and target, you know, other, um, other niches specialize on certain niches and, uh, just really grow my extra business. So that's, uh, that's kind of where the company started.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of gathered people along the way with your momentum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to uh, switch from just your freelancing stuff to going all the way down the business here?
1: Yeah, so I would say I was doing freelance for about six months, six months strong. Um, and then, yeah, after that six-month period, I uh, created the business and um, been, doing, been doing at it for about a little over a year now.
0: Wonderful. So what would you say has been one of your, I guess I want to say unfair advantages, what sort of advantage do you have in all of this situation here?
1: Yeah, so I would say, you know, from past experience working for a digital marketing agency, um, you know, I could see, you know, what they're doing really well, some of their skill sets and uh, some areas of improvement. Um, and I would say, you know, one of the things that, you know, differs from me um, against all the other agencies out there is kind of that fresh perspective, you know, a lot of other agencies out there Sure, they've been around for 10, 20 years, Um, but the real thing is, you know, with something like SEO, SEOs, it's not a stagnant, you know, form. It's constantly evolving. You know, Google's releasing algorithm changes on pretty much a weekly basis. Left,
0: right, and center, Um, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, you know, when it comes to SEO, picking the right agency, picking the right um, person to do it, you really want someone who's a student of the practice, someone that understands that, hey, I'm not a master. I want to constantly learn, constantly evolve. Um, and bring that fresh perspective to the table. So I think that's something that uh, we could provide.
0: I love that. So when you mentioned you've got this fresh perspective, do you see that that applies to the business itself, not just what you do, like your skills and your tasks, like the SEO, do you think that's been a beneficial mindset for you?
1: Um, I would say so, I would say so. I think um, definitely, you know, our business, the way that we ran, um, and the way that we created a lot of the structures were um, I guess a lot of it rubbed off from the previous business that I was starting because we ran that through an, an incubator, so a business kind of collective group. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, we we're able to build a solidified pillar. Um, you know we were able to build systems for you know Q a and uh, really making sure that everything was running efficiently.
0: Oh, so that's interesting. I've never actually. Talk to someone who's actually been through the incubator process. I've talked to a few who have been part of like the mentors and guides in an incubator, but never actually someone who's gone through it. So, what would you say were the key lessons you learned in that process?
1: Um, I would say the power of collaboration was probably the biggest lesson um, because my first business that I started, I had four other co-founders, which was really great um, because we were constantly solving all these really complex projects problems together. Um, additional to that, you know, we had six six to 10 other companies that were in that incubator at the same time were all working on our different problems. Um, So it was really good because you could collaborate with all the other teams. So I would say that was definitely a really, really good learning experience and taking um, all of that knowledge and apply it to my new business. Um, This new business, I'm pretty much running it by myself. Um, So what I'm doing to solve those problems is going more towards um speaking with uh consultants and uh advisors mm-hmm. so i'd say
0: all right we're going to get right back to this interview soon because it is so good but i just wanted to ask you a question do you feel like there's something blocking you from reaching the next level of income and revenue in your business if so i have the perfect thing for you I call it the Profit Finder, and it's a fantastic quiz that's designed to find the unique key that's going to fit into the lock of your business and discover exactly what's stopping you from reaching that next level of profit. Now, not only are you going to be able to get the quiz and your results, but you're also going to be able to get the next steps, the things, the actions, the strategies that you can use moving forward to get past this income plateau. Now, you're absolutely going to enjoy this quiz and you should definitely check it out today. It's called The Profit Finder again, and you can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz. So head on over there today answer the questions get your results and unlock the profit potential in your business that's wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz all right so let's get back to the interview that was going to be one of my next questions are you working with anybody else outside of your business to help you grow Mm it
1: Mm -hmm. I would say yeah my way of doing the business is you know Instead of trying to learn all these different processes, myself, paid ads, you know, email marketing, social media, um, I would rather just hire consultants and get them to build a system that I could replicate and duplicate and scale. Um, so that's kind of the way that I'm running it is hiring consultants, building systems, and then filling those placements.
0: Mm, so really identifying where the best use of your, because it's essentially investment money, right? Investing in consulting.
1: Definitely investment money. And I would say for the most part, it's time. Um, I wouldn't want to use some of my valuable time spending learning something that, you know, isn't my direct job. So, mm,
0: And I know a lot of creatives feel like they have to do it all themselves because it is one of those things. Do you have money to invest in it or do you have time to invest in it? And some mm-hmm. just can't see that, the money is actually better spent than the time for learning mm-hmm.
1: that.
0: I mm-hmm. love that. So, what advice would you give freelancers right now who are kind of wanting to make a change, who want to stop, you know, wrangling the jobs and maybe do something else in their business?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely go for the long-term clients. I think one of the big problems with freelance is you know a lot of freelancers just want to pump out qual- uh, quantity, get as many jobs as possible. A lot of one-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say definitely for most freelancers, set your bar and set your expectations really high. Um, I would say if you overprice yourself and, or not overprice yourself, but if you price yourself high and you provide really great quality, um, those clients will come. And I think there's a lot of power with um, building long-term relationships, um, finding those clients that you know want, really want to stick with you for months, years um, at a time, because that's what's really going to you know, help you in the long run.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And when you go after more of those long-term kind of contracts, you know, maintenance plans, whatever you call it in your specific industry, it really does even out your revenue too, because you're not experiencing those ups and downs that can come from, you know, Mm -hmm. just signing on one-off clients here and there.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. So do you have that built into your current SEO business? Do you guys work on basically contracts?
1: Yes. So most of the clients that we have, we try to retain them for six to 12 months um, you know, once we finished a lot of the kind of one-time activities or, you know, some of our three-month contracts expire, we try to suggest to them, hey, let's do, you know, a smaller monthly retainer for just reporting and then basically report to them on a monthly basis. And then from there, when the time's right, say, hey, you know, the work that we did three months ago, we're starting to see some of that effects. Um you know, maybe we could take this a step further, move it into this direction. Um, that way, you know, when you're finished working with a client, they don't disappear off the face of the earth. You still have that warm connection. You talk to them every month. They see your face and, you know, they respect whenever you have something to say.
0: Oh, I love that. And yeah, it really just solidifies your relationship with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So has there been anybody else in your life that has kind of attributed to you going in this direction? I know you mentioned that your parents were both entrepreneurs. Um, How did that affect this business that you've opened, the SEO business?
1: I would say definitely, definitely a good amount. Um, Like I said, my upbringing, you know, my parents were always had that entrepreneurial um, spark in them. So, you know, naturally, I didn't necessarily want to go that route for working for someone else. Um, You know, right after my first company went under and went into a different direction, um, for me, it wasn't. Hey, you know what job am I going to get? It was more of what company am I starting next? Um, so I think that's that's just always kind of been ingrained in my head, um, and I just want to keep going with that.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was almost like there was no other way for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So I'm kind of curious. Do you feel like your age is kind of held against you? in a lot of the client work that you do when you're talking to clients? Do they kind of go, ah, you're a young kid. You don't know what you're talking about. Or have you found ways to kind of overcome that?
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't say age has ever really um, been a factor whenever I'm talking to clients. I would say for the most part, the way that I position myself is that new kid to the block who, you know, has that fire, um, you know, constantly trying to learn new things. Um, I would say, you know bringing it back to what I was saying being a student of SEO I would say that's one of the big problems with you know people that have been in the space for a long time is you know they're a little bit more concrete on what they used to be doing but the thing is SEO is constantly evolving and moving um so what used to work 2 years ago nowadays Google will penalize you for um so I think that's one of those things that if I could communicate that to a client and say hey you know I'm taught the new SEO Um, I'm constantly learning, reading the magazines, watching the podcasts, listening to the, um, gurus in the space. Um, that's, that's what I could bring to the table.
0: I love that. So you've almost turned it into like your advantage. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. So what do you do for the most part for attracting and signing on new clients? Do you have any specific, uh, tactics or strategies that you use for your business?
1: Um, yeah, so, I mean, we do have a sales team. Um, so we do a lot of just reach outreach, um, to many different businesses right now, we're kind of in a big shift, um, with our identity as a company before we were doing more direct to consumer, meaning that we're working directly with the landscapers, dentist office, you know, lawyers and so forth. Um, now we're moving more towards a B2B route. Um, so we're actually trying to do direct to marketing agencies, um, so we're basically telling them, Hey, you know, you want to offer SEO services, but you don't want to have an in-house team, or you currently have an in-house team that costs a lot of money to do in-house um, partner with us. And we can help you um, provide superior SEO services, give you that control, give you that quality that you want for the price of an outsource team. Um, so that's really our new pitch. That's really what we're trying to run with now.
0: Oh, that's so great. And it's almost like a uh, I've heard it called a horizontal market or a shoulder market, right? Looking for people who are maybe even in your own industries who just don't Uh, do what you specifically provide. That's genius. mm -hmm. And has that been working much better for you? It's been
1: working much better. It's definitely way more long term clients. Um, I would say the big difference is when we're working direct to um, direct to those clients, direct to consumer. Um, It was more teaching them, hey, this is what SEO is. This is why it's important. Um, And that's always a tough discussion just because SEO isn't an overnight sort of fix. It's one of those things that takes three to six months to start to see results. Um, So for the most part, when we're working directly with clients, it's us selling them on a dream versus when we're talking to marketing agencies, they know the value of SEO Mm. And they're the ones doing that, selling to their clients directly. So it's more of us saying, hey, this is the quality standards that we have. Um, and they're going to appreciate that a lot more than the clients would.
0: Oh, and I love that. It's almost an easier client for you because you've kind of, you don't have to do the convincing part right off the bat. Uh-huh. So knowing, finding kind of a horizontal niche or someone in your industry that you could partner with like this, who already knows and expects the value that you bring. That's uh-huh. a really key lesson here. I love that. Uh-huh. Well, this has been fantastic. And I wish you the way, the best with your new SEO company. And I asked this question of everybody who's on the podcast. Do you have a hobby or a creative activity that you do on the side that's just for you?
1: Um, A hobby or creative activity, I would say for the most part, I'm really, really into art. I'm really into art, travel and culture. Um, So I'm constantly trying to, um, I would say right now, my big passion is remote working. Um, So for the past two months, I've been kind of on the road working from my laptop, traveling all around to these different countries, these different cities and really trying to immerse myself in the culture. Um, So I would say that's, that's really the way that I'm trying to define myself. And I really want to go out there and see the world and work at the same time. So I think um, that's that's where I'm at.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, you're young enough that you can enjoy it for a lot of years before even worrying about settling down. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. This has been a fantastic conversation and I can't wait for everybody to go find you. We're going to put Jeff's links in all of the captions, descriptions and show notes so you can go give him a follow and find out more. Maybe you're a marketing agency who's looking for someone to do SEO for you. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Jeff.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Well-Paid Creative. All the discussions we have around these episodes mean a lot to me, and I love how much I learn from the creatives who listen in. Before we head out, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Join me for the next episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review or share it with someone you think would benefit. Thanks so much. See you soon.